Hi, this is Jim Lyon. You're listening to Viewpoint. And I'm Kimberly Majeski. Kimberly, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. And I know that it's a Happy New Year at the Majeski House because this year, unlike any other year, you have a baby boy at That's home. That's right. Best what? year ever. What's his name? Maximus Logan Majeski. Maximus Logan. Give me a little history of the name. Where's it come from? Well, we met him and we knew his name was Max. We had an hour to come up with a name. And, uh, <laughs> when they wheeled him in, we knew that was his name. And uh, he's Maximus because that's Roman and strong. And Logan, he's named after my nephew. And when you say you had an hour to choose a name, that's because this baby wasn't just dropped into your lap in an ordinary way. You got a call one Sunday afternoon out of the blue. Out of the blue. From an attorney who said, there's a newborn baby at a nearby hospital. You have been chosen to be a receiving house by the birth mom. Yes. And really, in just the span of 60 minutes, your life was turned upside down. That's right. We packed a bag, I curled my hair, and we went to get our baby. <laughs> and that same day, you had a baby boy mm-hmm. and called him Max. That's right. And now Maximus is home. He's a few weeks old. Mm-hmm. This will be his first full year. That's right. And uh, would you say that Maximus is a handsome child? Oh, my goodness. The <laughs> most handsome of all children who have ever been. And would you say that he's a well-dressed child? Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> Best dressed. I mean, best dressed baby award, hands down. And I would say no baby could be loved more than little Maximus Logan Majeski. That's right. And there's so much involved in a moment like this. And as you know, I'm an adopted child, Mm -hmm. so I really resonate with your story. I'm I'm little baby Maximus. Whenever I see you, I see myself way back Mm -hmm. when. And I believe in the power of adoption. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of emotion. There's just a lot of reality up close and personal, but there's also a spiritual dimension to this. Yes. And I think once you're touched by adoption, as we say in the adoptive community, mm-hmm. there's a spiritual thread that comes to life that's not always recognized by others who aren't touched by adoption For the same sure. way. Mm-hmm. When we come back, Kimberly, I want to ask you, in these few weeks that you've had precious Maximus in your arms, have you learned something not just about parenting a little baby boy, but about God? Mm. The days come easy and the moments pass slow And each road leads you where you want to go And if you're faced with a choice and you have to choose I hope you choose the one that means the most to you And if one door opens to another door closed I hope you keep on walking till you find the window If it's cold outside Show the world the warmth of your smile But more than anything And 
Kimberly Majeski is our co-host on Viewpoint this week, and in the last few weeks, she and her husband, Kevin, have adopted a newborn baby boy. His name is Max, Mm -hmm. and he is so handsome, really a perfect child by every measure, (laughs) I think his mother would agree. Mm -hmm. And while we've been talking about the wonder of just receiving a child into your arms and all the drama that goes with that and having to get the baby bottle and the pacifier and diapers, Mm -hmm. there's also kind of even deeper level of experience in comprehending the love of God and the nature of our relationship to God that sometimes surfaces in a fresh and unique way when you're touched by adoption. Mm -hmm. Kimberly, is there something, even in just the last few weeks that you've had Max at your house, is there something you might identify as a lesson that you've learned spiritually through adoption? Oh, there have been so many, Jim, and when I sleep, I'll probably write them down. But I have, uh, in the last 11 years, lost three members of my immediate family, really quite tragically. So the last decade has been a, a real season of grief for, for myself, for my family, and really a dark period. And to have been going through that while simultaneously waiting for adoption has, you know, at times been a lot. And sometimes you would think, you know, why is no one choosing me? Right? Why are we not being chosen? Why are we not being picked? Why do we only lose and we don't win? Yeah. And that's hard to wrestle with, but then when we got the call and they wheeled the baby into us and we named him Max and picked him up out of that bassinet and they changed the name on the plate from Boy Up for Adoption to Baby Boy Majeski, I knew that we hadn't been called yet because our baby wasn't here yet and that we had been chosen for him and he had been chosen for us. And do you know, Jim, that Max was given to us by God nine months after we lost my nephew last January. I mean, it's been a nine-month period that we then received this baby and this miracle. So it reiterates to me this notion that someone's in charge and that uh, God is holding us and keeping our lives, and that uh, we're not just out here dangling without a plan. And what may seem like a desert space is actually a waiting room for the oasis. Right, a preparation. A preparation. And, <laughs> and yes, the calendar of God's economy Unbelievable. is amazing and never fully understood as we walk through it mm-hmm. until we look back on it. Mm, that's right. 
perspective. But uh, you can see, every time you see Max, you see the hand of God mm-hmm. holding you, mm-hmm. providing for you, and leading you. Mm-hmm. There's a text that talks about adoption in the scripture. Actually, adoption is no stranger to the biblical narrative. That's right. But there's one passage in Ephesians that has always been so important to me. Again, as an adopted person, I used to, as I was growing up, I seized on this. Mm-hmm. There was something in it that just reached deep inside of me. It's Ephesians chapter 1. The Apostle Paul is writing to the church at Ephesus, but really writing to all of us about who we are and about God's plan and his redemptive plan. Ephesians chapter 1, beginning with verse 3. Kimberly, what does it say? All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ. And even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure.
as you're listening today, you may be moved to reach out and talk to somebody. When we talk about life, we talk about a new year, we talk about loss, we talk about gain, we talk about adoption. Sometimes that reaches deep into a person's soul, and we want you to know we're glad to hear from you. So just give us a call. Dial this number toll-free, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Whenever you're hearing this broadcast, give us a call. We're so glad to hear from you. Kimberly, what's our web address if someone wanted to send us an email? We're at cbhviewpoint.org, and you can send us a message there, and we'll get right back to you. You can always also write using surface mail. Address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana, 46018, USA. Kimberly, you just read for us a very, very important passage Mm -hmm. in Ephesians chapter 1 in the New Testament. It talks about God, about his plans, his hopes, and his longing to adopt us as his own children. Mm. Adoption's a theme here because mm. you have just adopted a child yes. in the last few weeks. And we're wrestling with a new year, wondering sometimes what's ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we feel like we're just not sure. Is there anyone alongside? Are we mm-hmm. abandoned? Are we orphaned in a world that mm-hmm. seems so often chaotic and random? Mm-hmm. And yet this text tells us, no, no, wait a minute. There's a sovereign God yes. who has a will for us. Mm. And as I have wrestled with this verse over some years, I'm sure, yeah. there are several things I've loved about it. And just up front, and most importantly, is that God chose mm-hmm. to adopt us before the foundation of the world. In other words, before I even was, mm-hmm. God knew me, and it was his intention, it was his desire, it was his longing, it was his heart to choose me. And sometimes we think, oh, that's a verse for everybody else. <laughs> no, it's about you. Mm-hmm. That's right. God chose to adopt me. Mm-hmm. He knew me. He knew what a mess up I would be. He knew where I would run off the rails. Mm-hmm. He knew that I would not always be true. He knew that I would have many flaws and rough edges. But you know what? He loved me. And even before I could love myself, he loved me and chose me. Mm-hmm. And that's true for you, Kimberly. Mm-hmm. And Maximus mm-hmm. will grow up knowing this. In a two-tiered way, he can know it in real life of this physical world. He was chosen by you. That's right. You could have walked away from the hospital and said, we're not taking that one. (laughs) But you didn't. No. You chose him. And in the same way, God is choosing Maximus too. God wants to adopt Maximus. Mm -hmm. And did you notice in the scripture why he wants to adopt us? This was another very important truth as I was growing up. (laughs) He wants to choose to adopt us to be a part of his own family so that we could be seen by him as holy right. and blameless. Mm-hmm. Think about that. He brought us out to bring us in, right? That's what it says in Deuteronomy. And I, I love a passage, too, in um, Galatians, where Paul talks about how we've been adopted and we have been made sons in the in the family of God. And people struggle with that. We should be sons and daughters. No, no, no. The reason that in the Greek it's sons is because... The ancient world, the the sons are who inherited the the goodness, the treasures, the the rewards. estate goes to the son. Right. So what happens in the adoption of God is we are brought into the inheritance of God, all the good things of God, and we're given status, male, female, whatever. We're now in the family of God, and we are brought into that estate. Sometimes called the joint heirs with Christ, we That's are right. heirs to this great inheritance. And not because we deserved it, but because we were chosen Mm -hmm. by God. And we were chosen to be holy and blameless. 
you know, the parents that adopted me really saw me as pretty perfect. I mean, <laughs> and still do. We should see, say. You know, kind of blind spots there, I'd say, mom <laughs> and dad. Everyone needs to have somebody in their world that believes in them that way. Well. Of course, my folks can see my flaws, but they don't want you no, no. to tell them about my flaws. But in a different way, maybe even a better way, God sees us. He sees us authentically. He understands us more completely than we understand ourselves. But his purpose in adopting us is not just to leave us as we are, That's right. but to call something better out of us, mm-hmm. to polish us up, to encourage us, to speak into us new life and new ways of being full and happy and filled with life and holy and blameless. And so that he ultimately is able to look at his children that he's adopted without fault. Mm -hmm. And many of us struggle with fault and shame Mm -hmm. and guilt. And it's awful to walk into a room and feel like, oh, everybody knows what I've done, or they don't like me, or Mm -hmm. I'm somehow a loser, or things just aren't working out for me. We have all this negative imaging. Don't forget this. Before you even were, God loved you. He knew you. He wants to adopt you as his own child. And when he does, he wants to cause you to become holy and blameless. And he sees you not as someone who's failed, but as someone he loves and wants to call new life into. That's important, Jim. I love what it says, uh, because it's his good pleasure. Mm. This brings God joy. And, you know, we should say something here about folks who've grown up in family systems where they didn't feel that kind of joy or pleasure from their parents, that kind of love. And I think that the beautiful piece here that the scripture gives us is that whether or not you have that in your uh, nuclear family or your adopted family, you have that in your spiritual family. This is how God sees you. I think about how your parents see Jim, if you if you know Jim's parents, how they look at you. I think about how I look at Max. There's nothing he could do. There's nothing he could do that would cause me not to love him or take pleasure in him. And that's how God sees us. And um, sometimes it's important for us to reorient ourselves to that family, to that kind of loving and to that kind of acceptance that maybe we don't know on this earth. And being adopted into God's family helps us find a full family of relationships, Mm -hmm. no matter from where we've come. That's right. And some people have healthy homes of origin and some do not. But wherever you come from, ultimately, the best family is the one God calls you to. Mm-hmm. And the fact that God loves us and it brings him pleasure, it's not his duty to love us. That's right. He loves us because he wants to. And he sees in us something that's worth loving. This power of adoption and this sense of joy that it brings to God is something that we should also be able to receive. Kimberly Majeski, just listening to you talk about your baby boy, Maximus, <laughs> is the very definition of joy. Yes. You can't be in your company and even bring it up without (laughs) seeing a picture or watching you smile. You (laughs) just become beaming. Not that you wouldn't beam otherwise, but it's so obvious that the power of adoption in your house just now Mm -hmm. is transformational. Mm -hmm. It's life-giving. And for everyone listening today, no matter what your journey might be, whether you have children or not, or maybe your children have disappointed you, Mm -hmm. that does happen. Mm -hmm. And sometimes children that we love so deeply can cause us much grief. Whatever you have known in life, know this, God has chosen you, and he wants to make you in his family full and happy and holy and blameless. And there's much to look forward to in this new year, knowing that you can go into the year as a child of God, 
whatever else the world knows, whatever else circumstances brought your way, you can go into a new year with your Father in heaven making a way you are loved. Take a step towards embracing that love with us right now. Just join us for a minute in prayer. Our Father, we're so thankful today for the Scripture, how it helps us see life as it really is. It, it seems to cut through the fog sometimes and reassure us of anchoring truths that can help us go forward with confidence. And so it is with the text today, that before the world was, you knew us, mm. and that you loved us, and you chose us yeah. to be adopted as part of your own family. We thank you for that truth and that gift. As we go into the new year, Lord, we pray that we will walk into this new year with confidence as your children, knowing that our Father can walk with us and make a way for us, and, and that whatever we might face along life's road this year, that we will not be alone, but that we will have the maker of the universe on our side. We pray, Lord, that you will make us holy and blameless, your very own. And we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Who am I to deserve such mercy? Who am I to deserve your grace? Who am I that you
if you'd like to know more about this God who loves you so much, about how you can experience the reality of being adopted as one of his own children, how you can face the new year with confidence, well, give us a call. Just dial this number, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439, 24 hours a day and seven days a week. We're always by the phone. A live member of our ministry team, anxious, ready, wanting to talk with you. Or you can visit us online at cbhviewpoint.org. Send us a message and we'll reply. Or at the last, send me a letter. Address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana, 46018, USA. But by whatever method you choose, please, let us hear from you this week. Kimberly, we are so excited for your new year with baby Maximus. I'm excited to get ready for lots of photos. I'm going to guess you will find him holy and blameless, no doubt <laughs> about right. it. And it's bringing you great pleasure. That's right. We're so glad that you're with us today because just knowing you're out there listening to our broadcast gives us pleasure too. We hope you'll join us again next week as we continue our series about new life for the new year. For all of us at the Viewpoint team, for all of us at Church of God Ministries, which is the host of our broadcast, this is Jim Lyon. Stay tuned.